every day, only at night and day. John O'Bean and Sharon. John O'Bean and Sharon, thanks so much to Helen Sun Brothers. Check out our show page at theedge.co.nz to win the all-new high-performance suit. Welcome to the show. Yeah, we are all performing, uh, not at a high level, but at <laughs> a mediocre level today. La, 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 la. So, Sharon. Yeah? Do you like KFC Edge Fest? What? There's nothing I love more than KFC Edge Fest. Well, maybe your unborn child, but anyway. Well, we'll see about that. Haven't met him yet. <laughs> He might not be as good as KFC Edge Fest. <laughs> when he comes out, you'll be like, you know oh. what, I still like KFC Edge Fest better than you. <laughs> I mean, you're all right. Anyway, we have tickets to KFC Edge Fest to give away in an hour. Robbo, from Home and Away, the new hot guy. Robbo. Oh, he's the boy. new bad boy babe of Summer Bay. He's, he's taking that mantle off Alf Stewart. And we're going to be talking to him <laughs> after five o'clock. Yes. Uh, but next on the show, uh, the Kardashians. Very um, speaking of uh, um, fertile. If things. you haven't heard about this yet, Kylie Jenner and Kim Kardashian West are not the only Kardashians that are pregnant. Another Kardashian has been announced today as pregnant. Find out who it is and how the dirty secret came out. And next. will we find out if they like their babies more than KFC Edge Fest? Probably not. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Well, well, well. Another day, another leak, everybody. Yesterday, uh, it was, uh, you know... Ki- Have you got your poised panty liners on? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I always find them quite useful. <laughs> if it's a daily occurrence, there's, there's, there's options. But anyway... Sometimes you just say things and they really take me by surprise. <laughs> I saw, no, the only reason they're in my head, I saw them advertise on a bus shelter today. <laughs> sure they are. Sure that's the only reason and they're in my head. Anyone from Poise is listening, please send Jono some panty liners. Please. Now, Kylie Jenner over the weekend, it was revealed that she was pregnant, but there'd been no confirmation. Yesterday, Caitlyn Jenner, she apparently confirmed, saying that she had known for quite some time. Then today, it has been leaked by another Kardashian friend that Khloe Kardashian is three months pregnant to her boyfriend, Tristan Thompson, uh, from the basketball world. What does he pay for? OKC. No. Is Warriors. he an Oklahoma City Thunder? I think or he's is he a, a Golden State Warrior? No, Cleveland. The Cavaliers. Ben, plays for the Cavs. Ben loves the NBA. Yeah, well, no. Yeah, sorry. He, he, plays, he plays for the Cavs. Cool. With her boyfriend, Tristan Thomas, who uh, plays for the Cavs, the basketball know, team. Do you know him, Ben? You're a big Tristan NBA Tristan Thompson, fan. yeah, he plays for the yeah, Cavs. Yeah. Yep. He is a hot, 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 hot. Do you know him, though? He's a good player. Well, well, I suppose well, if he's in the NBA, he's, he's doing all right. He's pretty good. But he's not like LeBron's, obviously. He's the star of the team. Well well done to Khloe Kardashian. Good on her. Well done. Do you know, I've Jen. My baby mama, she got a theory. She's got my baby mama. She got a theory. <laughs> What's her theory? Uh, her theory is that Kylie Jenner is the surrogate for, for Kim. Kim and Kanye. People are saying that, but then how messed up would that be? Uh, well, it would be messed up. It'd be it nice. would be weird It'd if be your nice. sister said, "Hey, can you carry a baby for me and my boyfriend?" That's a little unusual. Lots of people do it though. Oh God, now you're making me like a horrible person. You are a horrible person. Oh well, that's not that unusual then. Well, I would it, never ask any of my siblings to carry my baby. You don't have a sibling. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you I gonna would... ask your mum? Any. <laughs> <laughs> Annie, I'm an only child. Annie, would you do us a favour? <laughs> would you do us a solid and carry my baby? <laughs> but the thing that made me laugh about this is that yesterday, poor Caitlin, she confirmed the pregnancy when she wasn't supposed to, and then someone has done it for Chloe again today. 
When have you broken somebody else's news? Oh eight hundred there you'll text us to three three four three because it's all happened to us. I accidentally um, knew in advance that somebody was leaving, and it was like an important person that was leaving, and I was like, oh yeah, I can't believe they're leaving, and it turned out they hadn't told the boss yet. So I knew they were going to resign, but they hadn't resigned yet. So I'd kind of broken the news to the boss before oh, the boss even found out. Not good. Not good. I was like, I can't believe they're leaving. You can't let that happen. And he's like, hey, why now? Oh, he's not even now. And I was like, oh, even know. my God. It's not the no worse feeling. I had it happen to me this week, didn't I? Announced the uh, KFC Edge Feast. Oh, uh, yeah. You <laughs> a did. A whole day before it was meant to be announced. It was very, very Live bad. on the radio. Not a good feeling. No. Well, uh, what Colonel we... gave him a good old ass beating downstairs, didn't you, when you went down to the garage? He's like, why howdy, man? I hear, I hear you've been pre-announcing my KFC feast meals. How could you do that, man? Well, we want to know this afternoon, when have you accidentally broken somebody else's news? 0800 The Edge will text us to 3343. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Angela, you've done this as well. You've broken somebody's news before they could? Well, actually, no, I had the reverse done. I Uh-oh. had somebody break my news. <gasps> what happened? And it wasn't just, a, oh, you know, I've got a new job or whatever. This was the birth of my third child. And we hadn't announced the gender. We, I'd kept it secret. I mm. was the only one that knew. Nobody knew. Nobody. And my friend... Bless her, she's still a friend. <laughs> um, but she, she announced, Congratulations on the birth of your little baby boy to everybody. Oh, oh that's, that's, a, that's the annoying thing, is when you have like, uh, when, you, when you have something like that happen and you tell people and then your family put it on Facebook, and so now you have to say to them, Don't put yeah. it on Facebook. <laughs> and, and, well, Sharon, honestly, when you go into labour, I know it'll be like the last thing on your mind. Okay. But, you got to turn off comments on your Facebook wall so no one can ruin it. Oh, that is a good point. That is a great point. Why are you on Facebook when you're in labour? That's my question. Hey, there's well, always time for Facebook. <laughs> Bryce can get on her phone. Oh, no, yeah, you never know. A Facebook hack is allowed in this case. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Angela. Say I'm liking this. Tell him I'm liking this. <laughs> You've been not with Facebook living that, Sharon. Yeah, I'm going to Facebook live it. I'm going to Facebook live it from the business end as well so everyone can see him emerging. <laughs> ah, so don't know. Bye-bye, with us on the phone. You broke someone else's news. What was it, buddy? Um, well, when I was around eight or nine, um, so it's like a big deal if someone gets pregnant in the family without getting married. Ooh. So... That is a big deal in the family, and I accidentally broke the news um, to one of my aunties who talks a lot to everyone. So I told my auntie that my sister was pregnant, not for her first child, but her second. Oh, same um, dad or different dad? Different dad. Oh, so no. That was f- even worse. The family must have imploded. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. That's full on Anastasia. But at least she got to have a nice little beer. Bed. What a little knock. I don't know. You put her back on the phone. No. What a knock you were when you were nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't know the difference when you're nine, do you? No. Get away with murder when you're nine years old. Man, look at that backtrack. That was the fastest backtrack I've ever seen. <laughs> well, no, I felt bad after my comment. Yeah, you <laughs> should. It was, it was aggressive. Thanks so much, Anastasia. Love your work, Anastasia. And well, you're up now. I'm overcompensating. <laughs> and Khan, welcome to the show. What was the news that you broke? So we're sitting there having an engagement party. And at the end of the night, all of a sudden they're having some drinks and I, someone asked me who my uh, wife's maid of honour was going to be. Mm-hmm. 
and she hadn't actually asked her yet, and I oh. may have said it out very loud. Oh, no. There would have been a lot of jealous side eyes, too, from the other friends, the other girlfriends, because everyone wants to be the maid of honour, don't they? Yeah, there was, and then the awkward thing was, she because she, she hadn't asked, she was like, it's okay if you don't ask me, I don't. I don't even have to be one of the main girls. It was so awkward. Oh, God. That's, that and, feels awkward just hearing about it. Yeah, and my wife just glared at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least she still married you, though. Yeah, and we, we were just talking about it the other day. And she was like, yeah, I, I heard him. Uh, <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, it was, it was very awkward. Concept. He got married, but he hasn't been laid in three years. Oh. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's no, most exactly. married guys, isn't it? <laughs> Good <laughs> on you, Karen. Thank you so much, Karen. I appreciate it. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. This Friday, Jonathan Pryor will be attempting to make all of the books in the Australian Women's Weekly birthday cake book. You know the one? You, you grew up with it. All the cakes. It had the trains on the front. I think you said all the books. Oh, sorry. It had all the cakes. We'll yeah. be cooking the books also. It had all if the you, cakes on the ends on it. If you'd like to avoid that niggly tax man, you can also get in touch with You it. know the one, though. It's the one with the chocolate fingers around the outside swimming pool full of jelly. All of those cakes. And uh, he's doing this. The train, the soccer ball, the number five, the number ten, the uh, racing car. The duck with the chips for a mouth. There's he, a cricket one, too, wasn't there? There was a cricket, a cricket one, yeah. yeah. But he's doing this because on Monday he claimed that only mums and women baked the cakes and that men didn't bake the cakes. So this Friday, he's going to be baking all the cakes. Uh, making I've ne- my cake debut. I've never made a cake, so uh, you decided that I should bake these cakes for listeners mm. who are celebrating anything. So if you have something that you are celebrating, uh, you can just it doesn't have to be a birthday. Could no, be a, could like be a hen stew. Could be a, a stag party circumcision. You name it. Whatever you're celebrating, I could make a circumcision cake. Yeah, yeah. you could. Yeah, I believe in you. So text a three three four three if you would like that. But um, what a circumcision! Well, just a bit of leftover foreskin there. <laughs> no, right. Well, Jono's had a lot of questions about uh, about the whole baking process, if it's even possible and so... Is it possible to do 108 cakes by yourself in one day? I need to know. Well, uh, I thought that we could ring up one of the most famous cakeries in New Zealand, Bluebell's Cakery, and they make the best freaking cakes and they'll be able to tell you if it's possible or not because they make it a lot of cakes on a daily basis. Hello, Bluebell's Cakery. Trish speaking. Trish, don't you bloody put... Don't you beat around the bush, Trish, OK? I'm trying to bake all 108 cakes from the Women's Weekly <laughs> cake book. Yes, I'm yes. doing it all in one day, Friday. Is this doable? What are you... What do you mean? Okay, it's Jono, Ben and Sharon. I couldn't have been more clear. No, you, you, you came in like a ton of bricks. Look, it's Jono, Ben and Sharon calling from the Edge radio station. We're making Jono cook or, or bake all 108 cakes from the Woman's Weekly book. You know the classic book? Uh, yes, I know, I know the book. <laughs> so he's going to do that in one day. He wants to know if it's possible. Hey, absolutely not. Well, it depends. <laughs> well, I on. didn't know we'd phoned the hater line. Because <laughs> <laughs> how many cakes would you guys make in a morning at Bluebell's Cakery? Oh, let me ask the girls. Hang on. Guys, I've got the Edge radio on the, on the phone. They want to know how many cakes you can bake in a day. Last Thursday, we made 67. Last Thursday, they made 67. 67. Wow. 67 on a day. Okay, oh, yeah. so we need to do 108. That's almost double 67. Oh, <laughs> do, you think, do you think it's doable with all the decorating? They did, a, or? They did a, 
eight hours to make 130. Okay, oh. okay, so maybe it is doable. Maybe it is. But how many of the are you making them? Just uh, me. Just Jono. Just Jono at this oh, stage. Of course he can do it. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> easy, easy. That's the attitude. Okay, good, good. All right. You know what, what what apart from the, they're also baking up something else at the Bluebells Bakery, and that is a positive outlook on life. <laughs> yeah, they are. What could go wrong? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Well, thank you so well, much, food Trish. poisoning. I could burn down the kitchen. There's a couple of Anytime. things that go wrong. <laughs> Anytime. Thank you. Thanks so much, Trish. Bye. Bye. So it's doable. That was a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, that at first I was like, oh, God, we've set him up to fail. But no, it sounds like we've set him up to succeed. So if you'd like a cake baked for your celebration, 0800 The Edge right now, 3343. You tell us the celebration. We'll see if there's a cake applicable to it in this cookbook. And you'll be getting it this weekend. Chahoo. Luke Haynes, good to have you on the phone, buddy. What's your event this weekend that you need a cake for? Oh, not this weekend. It's next weekend. But nah, this weekend will count. Uh, I am actually leaving and moving out of Auckland. Oh, a leaving Auckland cake. Oh. Yeah, what would we make the cake? Like, which cake would you want from the from the birthday cake book? I might make a special one saying, what the F are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the one that I like out of the book that always brings back memories was the train. Oh, the train. He wants the train. train. Which makes yeah. sense if you're catching the train out of Auckland. Yes. Please don't, just say it's catching the train out of Auckland. We yeah, don't need to know. Yeah, I'm catching the train out of Auckland. Yeah, 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 the, there you go. the train is iconic, so I feel like we have to do this one. Lucane, yeah. okay, Lucane wants the train. All right, yes. Dan, we'll put Lucane on hold. Where are you moving to, buddy? Hastings. What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> don't be mean. Jono loves Auckland. He's got like a, a rose-tinted glass look at, <laughs> at Auckland. Mate, there are better places Because it's Auckland. the greatest city in New Zealand. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The expensive city in New Zealand. Well, true, that's a point. That's yeah. a point. Fair point, fair point. I see why you're moving to Hastings. I want to move there with you, actually. Good on you, Lacane. Appreciate that. Uh, Kath's on the phone. You want a cake for a celebration? Oh, yes, please. Oh, what's, which cake from the book would you like, Catherine? Oh, well, we're having a disco on Saturday to celebrate the Tiny Top Groovers and Drama Queen's 14th birthday. Dang! Having a disco on Saturday? You want a disco cake? You want a disco yeah, bicky? that sounds pretty cool to me. Okay, okay. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, have to, we'll put you on hold, Catherine. We'll see what we can do about that. Might not be murder on the dance floor, but there could be food poisoning. Oh, shivers. Shan, well, it's murder of your bowels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ben. Ben did not commit to the laugh of oh, that. I gave it, I gave it what it deserves. Can we, can we hear your pity laugh again? Yeah. Oh, man, I went for this it. Was then it. I was like, this nah. was it. He goes, huh. <laughs> that was all it deserved, let's be honest. <laughs> Sounds like me watching your TV show, mate. Oh, there we Shan go. Shan is on 800 The Edge. What cake do you want, Shan? I was just going to say, well, I don't really have an excuse because it's not my birthday and it's not, you know, it's not anything. So I just want a cake to celebrate the fact that Jono's getting punished for oh. being that's a good idea. But was I being sexist, Sean, just by saying that all mums should know how to bake? Yeah, because I wouldn't have any clue how to make a cake, but my dad probably would. Yes. Yeah, oh, here we go. See, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll eat my words and my cake on Friday then, Sean. <laughs> good okay. on you. And I'll make you a special cake as well. Thanks. It has to be. It has to say sorry for being sexist. Oh, and my icing on the front. Okay, that's, that's a great cake. I like that cake. Hold the line, Sean. The well, sexism, the sexism cake. It'll just look like a glass ceiling. I'm giving that one a pity really laugh as not, well too. You're really not helping. You cause, are you? No. No. I'll make a special glass ceiling cake. Only if you smash it. I smash the yeah, glass. Of course. It's well, a deconstructed that's one. That's what I'm about, mate. Okay, Breaking good. down that glass ceiling. John Ben and Sharon. The edge. Guys, got something to tell you today. Oh no. Got caught. 
Oh, Caught with my trousers down. Oh, oh no. no. Jeez, this sounds I knew, bad. I knew that this day would come. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it would come. I've always been a pants man. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you? Were you like outside a cafe or something? Was it, we're getting uh, some weatherboards put on the house. Right. right. We had plaster up until this hmm. point. I mean, you don't need to know the ins and outs of the recladding <laughs> process I'm going through. <laughs> so, or got, the fact that council has to come oh, 11 look, hey, times. Hey, I, 11 I, freaking no, times. I said you couldn't have this council rant on here. Why does the no, council... No, you have to pay no. them every time they come out. 11 no, times. Mate. That's how we're getting a new bridge, mate. It's because everyone's Jeez. got to get the council to come around all the time. Anyway, it's not about the council. No, it's 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 pull me, pull so me, what happened? You're getting the house done They send out a wood inspector. The council guy comes out. He's like, I'm going to have to send the wood expert. I was like, what the? What are you, mate? What are we? Anyway, anyway, calm no, down. Hey, calm down. So Take a deep breath. You've got some builders at your house Okay, right so now. we've got builders at your house. Lovely guys, lovely guys. Definitely don't listen to the edge. That's good. Yeah. Um, and I mean, well, it's not good, but it's good for you. Yeah, well, I was getting changed in the bathroom. Okay, imagine this. Oh. A hot, steamy Jono emerging. <laughs> emerging from the shower, freshly dripping wet. I just it's vomited like, a little bit It's my like mouth. seeing an axolotl like, dive out of the water of a swamp and yeah. go back down again. Slow motions, walking out of the... Opens the shower door. Steam. Full Jono. Oh, God. Don't say full Jono. Okay. <laughs> Drying off the bits in between my legs. I do the back and forth with the towel. Oh, do you, you do know? that? Do you? Yeah, well, that's the that best. sounds like a real way to hurt yourself. That's the yeah. best way to do it. it does. Full Imagine getting stuff tangled up in that. Right in there, mate. <laughs> Full dry. Not with this mound. <laughs> it's like a Kindle. Yeah. That's how I imagine you. <laughs> I don't have a mound. When I imagine, a hummock. When I imagine you naked, you have a mound. No, we've talked about it before. It's like a little almond. Yeah, it's like a little almond, but so many pubes. And a couple of chickpeas. <laughs> Milk, mate. Oh, now I can never drink almond milk again. <laughs> so, what happened? You're naked, you've just dried off. Drying myself off, okay? Look up. There's a window on the roof there. Mm-hmm. Look a skylight. Skylight. Yeah. skylight. Wowzers, Prince Harry. <laughs> skylight. Check out this rich guy. Oh, no. Under my skylight. Well, usually I have I pay people to dry my almond, but today I was doing it myself. And he's also growing qu- quite a lot of weed inside his house as well. <laughs> so he's direct sunlight. And uh, boom, builder staring through the skylight. Oh, was he on the roof? Saw your bits. Saw my bits. Saw, saw everything. Almond. Saw all of me. <laughs> saw everything. Saw my hammer and nail. Well, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know if it's a hammer. Wow. So what happened? Did he look startled? Did he pretend not to look? Or was he like... No, he laughed. Or was he like, no, <laughs> diamond, mate. He just laughed. So he just laughed. He, he laughed, laughed at your mouth. He laughed and I looked up and I was like... What do you do? Do you put your hands on your hips or do you try and cover it up? No, I, d- I did go for a panicked cover up. <laughs> you know how like a lady, an old lady, a lady in the 1930s would be like, ooh. <laughs> and I did that and uh, we haven't spoken since. So you just grabbed a flannel and covered it up. Oh, get stuffed. <laughs> get stuffed. <laughs> All week we've been following a journey on a little segment we call group therapy. Yeah, to bring you up to speed, here's where we're at. I am 25 years old and I've been dating a guy for four months now. When we see each other, he always comes to my house, but he never stays the night and I have never been to his house. He hasn't even invited me yet. Is that weird? Rob Lamoto, host of Police 107, wow. has a background in detective skills. Welcome to the show, Rob. Obviously, two years on the street, you soon learn there's something dodgy going on there. Overnight, uh, the lady who wrote us the letter has got in touch and wants to come on the radio. Welcome, how are you? Hi, guys, I'm good. Let's set a trap. 
Let's set a trap for this guy and we call him and we see if he wants to bring our person on the phone right now as his girlfriend or bring his actual girlfriend. Good afternoon. It's uh, Jess here calling from the... How are you? Uh, hey, good, thanks. Great. Hey, I just want to let you know that somebody put your business card in a business card drawer and you have won a romantic dinner for two in our VIP room. We'd just love to book you in for the dinner. Uh, great. Really? Maybe I could just write down your name and maybe your girlfriend's name and then I can uh, just hold a place for you just in case. Sorry, I'm, I'm really going to go. Wowzers. So that's where we left it yesterday, Sharon. He had to go. He was busy at work and he couldn't uh, continue the phone conversation. The, the text machine has been blowing up since then. Everyone's saying he's cheating. He's cheating. Pretty much 90%. Like, no would one be has a stuck up majority. No. Even me, who I'm the most positive, like, I mean, <laughs> trying geez, to be open minded guy. I'm he, like, you stuck up for Kevin Hart. Things don't look good. Ben, Ben's <laughs> not even on the fence on this one. No. That's how he's, he's convinced that there's cheating going on. So uh, we're going to attempt again today to find out whether or not he's cheating. Are you going to still go the same angle? Same angle, but I'm going to say I need to lock it in and uh, maybe get a monogrammed dessert box or something because it's a fancy restaurant. Okay. okay. And try and get him to say what his girlfriend's name is. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Okay, we're back with our uh, mystery listener trying to uh, decide if her four-month partner is uh, leading a double life. He stays at her house a lot, never stays the night, and she's never been to his house in four months. Is there something suspicious going on? It does reek of cheating. We even had uh, Rob Leoto from uh, Police 107. He's a detective. He said it reeked of cheating. Everyone that was listening when we did group therapy said it reeked of cheating. So we've decided to try and set him up. Yeah. Uh, so you called him yesterday, Sharon, pretending to be from a restaurant, saying you won a business card draw, dinner for two, and you needed both of the diner's names. Yes, because I'm going to make up an elaborate story about how we're going to have like fancy desserts with their names on it. And I have checked, and we're allowed to say, her name now, uh, but her name is Sarah. So if he doesn't say the name Sarah, he's a cheating a-hole. Now, we recorded this before the show because we didn't know what was going to happen, and the result, well, it shocked us. Have a listen. Are you nervous? I'm very nervous. Well, there's only one way to find out if he's a dude or not. I think there's, there are other ways to find out. Nah, let's do this. <laughs> like, let's I do this. Know, like, pretending to be a restaurant is the way to find out. But also, anyway. This is a comical way, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, I true. offered to follow him, but the boss said apparently that was illegal. So we'll try this one. Whip it off like a band-aid. Whip it off like a band-aid. <laughs> okay, going through now. Hello? Good afternoon. How's it going? It's uh, it's uh, Rachel calling again from the... Oh, right. Yeah, good. How are you? Great. Thank you so much. Hey, we're just uh, ringing to follow up from our call yesterday about how you've won this romantic dinner for two in one of our private rooms. So I just wanted to follow up to see if you were interested in doing it. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, and so you're interested, that's great. Um, I just need to know because we'll make like fancy place cards and um, we'll do a surprise dessert and stuff and we want to put your names on it. So obviously I've got your name, um, but I was just wondering who you'd be bringing maybe a girlfriend that we could uh, monogram her name as well? Uh, okay, yeah. Um, what was her yeah. name? Uh, if you could chuck down uh, Sarah. Sarah? Yeah. Definitely Sarah. That's that's your girlfriend's name? Uh, yeah, Sarah. Sarah, S-A-R-A-H? 
Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good news. Great news. That is oh, good that news. Is great, news. great news. It's John O'Ben and Sharon here from the Edge Radio Station. The bad news is you haven't won a free steak meal with dessert and name cards. The good news is you're not cheating on your girlfriend, Sarah, who's on the phone with us. Hi. Hi. Do you want to explain, yeah. Sarah, explain how this whole thing came about? Yeah. I'm, oh, I feel a bit awkward now. Okay. So I just found it really weird. Every time we hang out, we're always at my place, and every time I've asked to come and see your house, you always make an excuse or say, like, oh, maybe next time we keep on coming back to mine. And I just thought maybe you were, like, hiding something. No, you've just got a cooler house. I mean, I, I share my house with, like, a whole group of guys. So it's, it's <laughs> they're always around, and it's not really a great place to bring a girl home to. This oh a, the, my god! Uh, this, this would be is, a, this I, would be a hell of a player if he actually is cheating, and he's like, "Yes, thank God, I said the right name." <laughs> this, is, this is the thing, though, is that everybody totally thought you were cheating. Like even the guy from Police Ten Seven, who's a detective, thought he was cheating. So, do you promise <laughs> oh, us? God. Do you promise us that you're not? No, no, I, I promise I'm not cheating. Okay, for radio drama, could you say you are? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm glad that he's not cheating on her. But I just, I just want to make sure that you're definitely not, because if you are, we will come round. On behalf of Sarah, and we'll kick your ass. Uh, well, thank you both for being great sports, and I'm glad everything worked mm. out for you. I think we should talk to the boss about getting them an actual yeah, steak we, meal out we on will, us. We will get yeah. you a steak meal, a romantic date. Yeah, okay, let's, let's make that happen for them. They deserve it. You know what? Maybe you guys could, um, maybe you guys could organise for some takeaways to be delivered to his house when I go over there. Oh. Oh. Or is it his house? <laughs> Better order enough for five people. Yeah, I reckon jeepers. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Uh, cheers, guys. John O'Brien and Sharon. The Edge. Ooh la la. On the show right now, here is the mystery babe on Summer Bay's Home and Away. Please welcome to the show, Jake Ryan, who plays Robbo. Hey, you going? Mr. Jake Ryan. He plays Robbo on Home and Away, and it is an absolute pleasure to have you on the show this afternoon, Jake. No, thank you. That was the best star uh, welcome I've ever had. Tell us who we have to sleep with round here to sleep with Robbo, mate. Stop <laughs> <laughs> calling him Robbo. Well, you know what? I've, I've never met a bad Kiwi, so um, you're on track. You clearly haven't met Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, is it hard to play a character that you know absolutely nothing about his history? Oh, look, at first, yeah, it was pretty daunting and terrifying. I, I tend to put a fair bit of emphasis on, you know, building a character from as much as I can find about them or that you can make up. Because it's, it's quite interesting because uh, I was watching it when you first came onto the screen and I, I knew I knew that you were going to be the new show babe because instantly my husband was like, <laughs> oh, who's this dick then? He's like, who's this big muscle guy? And I was like, oh, someone feels insecure. But then uh, he pointed out and then he, he got even more jealous of you because you got to hook up with uh, Kat, who's like the hot cop on the show. Is uh, When you found out you were going to hook up with her, was it kind of like a yes? Oh, look, I mean, you can't come on home and away without uh, How do I answer that? Jake, can I just jump in here? Jake, I think it's now that we have an intervention and tell Sharon the show's not actually real life. <laughs> yeah. It is real life. Everyone seems to know more about the show than we do, the ones actually doing it. Cause we, yeah, because you've got a life, mate. You've got a life. <laughs> and also amnesia as well, too, so you don't need to know yeah. everything. <laughs> now, I know that you played a cop in The Great Gatsby. Is that right, Jake? Oh, look, mate, it was um, you know, a blink-and-you'll-miss moment, but it was a lot of fun. It was uh, two weeks to shoot about 12 seconds of um, airtime. So, so yeah, look, that was great. The actual movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, you were in it, though. That's pretty awesome. 
Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's sort of one of those moments that you, once you, you do it and you've all finished it, you actually sit back and go, Jesus, I actually just did a scene with Leo. That's pretty cool. Hey, we've got Jake Ryan with us from Home and Away who plays Robbo. Dan, our producer, actually has just come off a run of The Great Gatsby at the Howick Little Theatre. Uh, would you like to run some lines okay. for Jake? And amateur amateur theatre? Oh. It's, it's your big chance. Your big audition, oh, Dan. Hold on. Hold on. I, Jesus, I've got, I've oh, got my line. Oh, for goodness sake, Dan. You're, you're not nailing this audition, yeah, Dan. I'm just trying to think. Who are you playing? Who are you playing I was playing Nick Carraway, who was played by... Um, Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire in the film. Uh, okay. Can we continue with our interview? Are you going to remember a lot? No, I don't know. Hang on. No, I think this is quite interesting. Yeah, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> and, and the role. We only get a small amount of time with Jake. Jake, have you got any questions you'd like to ask Dan? Because <laughs> <laughs> somehow he's sucking up all of our freaking interview time. He's been standing there for seven yeah, minutes waiting for this moment, and he's not even prepared. No, nah, move on. Okay. <laughs> We're going to move on. We're going to move on. Dan, I think you've witnessed Dan's last day in radio, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, sorry you had to watch. <laughs> sorry to be part of it. Sorry, Jake. Um, so my sister was just in England for six weeks, and she texted us when she got back, Jake. And she was like, did I miss anything? And we were like, no, not really, because you've been texting us every day. And it's New Zealand. Nothing happens in New Zealand. Exactly. <laughs> and then a day later, my sister texts me, and she goes, when I said, did I miss anything, you could have said Robbo from Home and Away. Holy crap. And she is a huge fan. And she actually, when I said that I was going to be interviewing you, she sent me a question. But I've been trying to get her to come on and ask the question herself. Now, we're going to try and ring her now. We could get Dan to come back and he could... Oh, God. <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm so nervous now. I'm like, please don't go like the Dan Mate. thing. We'll try and ring my sister now. Hang on. Talk to the hot guy from Home Talk and Away. Talk to the hot guy from, hot guy from Home and Away. <laughs> Hi, it's Jocelyn. Please leave a message. G'day, Jocelyn. How are you? Oh. It's a, it's a great crying shame that we can't have a chat. Oh. Um, We've got a special treat. Uh, it's a it's a sing-along with Jake and us doing the Home Away <laughs> theme song. Here we go. Good luck. Here we go. Your arms don't let me go. I want to stay forever. Closer each day. Take it away, Jake. Here we go. Home and away. Hey, well, thank you so much for talking to us. We really appreciate it. And keep up the great work no, on Home and Away. Uh, I really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, I hope uh, everyone keeps enjoying the show and, and Robbo's ride. It gets pretty crazy from now on in, so... Dan, get in here. You're fired, mate. <laughs> Dan. Jake, you could fire Dan for us, oh, yeah. mate. Fire him, Jake. Fire him, Jake. Yeah, look, Dan, it's just uh, it's just not working out, oh. mate. And unless you want to go five rounds with Robbo, it's probably best to pack up your bags. And, um, oh, and have that's right time, mate. You've been <laughs> sick, Dan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear it from Jake. <laughs> I pack my bags. I don't want to go five rounds with Robbo. <laughs> we thought, we thought <laughs> it would sound better coming from him, and it did. It did. It sounded great. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. John Ovin and Sharon. The Edge.